This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. Welcome to Slasher Radio. I don't want to talk to you. My name is Mike Bone. What the hell kind of way is that to greet our listeners? <laughs> because you you just like before. I don't know, man. You just you are a ball buster extraordinaire, is what you are. I don't even know what you're so upset about. We're just talking about below deck. It evolved. <laughs> below deck's enough to annoy me with you. That show's amazing. Rob Humphrey. And Cat Valor. Cat, I still stand by your your last name is very fun to say. I'm glad. Mm. Nice that you could be here tonight, Cat. Yeah. Uh thank you. For, for the whole thing. I'm not gonna comment. I'm just going to thank you and move on. <laughs> Did you hear all that shit Mikey was talking about you last week? Yeah, Mikey was talking yeah, shit about me last unbelievable. week. Unbelievable. The the balls of him. I know. Like I told you, Cat knows how to work the Patreon. I'm like, yeah, I, I actually can hear these things. Right. Can, nobody can hear it. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> nobody can hear the Patreon shows. We just record them for, for, for our good health. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we're back this week. What what the hell did we do? Uh, oh, God, last week. Yeah. See you to Chucky. Yeah, what did we do last week, Mikey? <laughs> I about that. Yeah, Mikey's but, favorite movie. It is not my favorite movie. Uh, we didn't really get any. Greg didn't let us know as of yet his stance on. I still can't believe the audacity of you two with the that whole book of shadows thing. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. They're both terrible movies. Agreed. It's just, it's been hanging over me, and I don't like it. You know what's been hanging over us? We had to watch Seed of Chucky. <laughs> I had to watch it too. You know. Yeah, but you Who liked it that? apparently. I did not like it. You're and you sh- picked it. You picked fucking Book of Shadows that time because you wanted to see. At least I knew this was bad. You brought us along for <laughs> your little science experiment. Yeah, people were telling me it was good. Turns out people are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there they are. That was the worst part of it all, too. It's like, I, I just, you know, people are saying this and I want to say, so you make us watch yeah. it, too. Yeah, I hadn't seen it in years. And I thought, well, maybe it'll, maybe it really is good. Maybe I just, you know. Nope, it's not. Pat, I feel like this was his, like, he was trying to, you know, like, oh, look at the movie that I picked. And it's really good. And get all this comeuppance for it. And it's like, nope, <laughs> big old turd. It was. <laughs> I'm glad it's a turd. Uh, I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad you watched Cedar Chucky. But we've got a better movie this week, is the important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on to bigger and better things for Slasher Radio. It's a trend that we want to really appreciate, especially on a Patreon pick, because I have heard that this is not going to last. (laughs) 
I got my one week. <laughs> I will take it, and we're going to appreciate the hell out of it while it's here. <laughs> yes, this is a Patreon week. Uh, every month, you guys can pick. Well, patrons can pick. Uh, they vote on and 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 pick our movie topic one week out of the month, every single month. And uh, yeah, Rob had poked the bear, the patrons, and uh, I'm I'm just glad that this uh, that this this whole process happened before the episode. Came Don't out. blame it on me. You literally You're called the them one. Out. Right. No. That said, do your worst. <laughs> bitches. I said bitches. I know that. <laughs> now, Simply also, uh, one other thing. Uh, this, this sounds really interesting, Mikey. How would I become a patron if I wanted to? Well, you could go to slash radio, uh, patreon.com forward slash slasher radio. Patreon.com forward slash slasher radio. Interesting. And it must cost like $1,000, though. No, tears starting as low as three dollars a month. Wow, that is a deal. Yeah, you get all kinds of extra content. Uh, we just recorded what would you call that game? Tagline Terror. Tagline Terror. We recorded that, that'll be out on the Patreon. That's already out by the time you're listening to this on the Patreon. Uh, also, speaking of the Patreon, I'm glad that we're I'm glad that we're on this topic early. Uh, the the BAM box hard unboxing video thing that I did is out on patreon right now and starting today is going to be giveaway for Ooh. uh the well cat <laughs> uh, claimed one pin. <laughs> there's two pins the killer tomato pins uh cat claimed one so i'm going to send one to cat so we're going to give yes. away one of the other ones uh the other pin and i'm going to give away the the artwork since oh, it's nice. the first one I'm feeling generous and, uh, you know, I'm going to give that out as well. Uh, so if you're not a patron, you better sign up or you're not, that's it. Those are the only people that are in this giveaway. Right. Right. Else. None of you freeloaders. No, you get enough free shit from us. You right. take and you take and you take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and, uh, and I did sign up for horror pack. Oh, right. Yeah. So I will be getting the June pack. I don't know when the fuck it shows up or anything else, but uh, I will be getting that and I'll, I'll do an unboxing. And, uh, you know, if there's any bullshit in there, I'll give it away. Good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I put it as uh, feeling generous. And all yeah, that. You no, didn't say no. any bullshit. Yeah, there ain't bullshit in there. And, and you know, I not for nothing. I, I own quite a few Blu-rays, so I might get some doubles or whatever. Oh, you know, could be something good, but I've already got it. I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck they're going to send me. I don't even know what to expect. Right. And that's the fun of it. Uh, and you guys get to uh, to go through that. You know, that, that you know, my, like the box that I had, it had some cool shit in there, man. Like it was exciting. And, you know, that was uh, kind of shared with uh, with viewers and stuff. So, yeah. So next week, I'm going to select a winner at random, two winners. For the two, uh, the pin and the artwork. Uh, whoever's not a patron by our next record next around next Saturday, which is uh the third, uh, fourth, which is the fourth. Uh, that that's the cutoff, you know. So if you're not a patron, you're not in for the giveaway. Go to patreon.com forward slash slash radio to sign up. That this is probably going to be a monthly thing, you know, depending on what we get and you know how we're feeling. So, uh, don't miss out. You're free shit. Yeah. Uh, oh um also we have a 
We don't have a voicemail, but we have a text message, guys. What? A fucking text message? A text message. Yeah, remember we had one before? We did? We did one time. All right. Yeah, um, I think it was Brittany on, on Twitter. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you want to leave a voicemail or send a text message to the show. You trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The number is 917-397-KILL. That's 917-397-5455. You can call up, text in about anything regarding the show, anything regarding horror. We'll discuss it and play it. And uh, this text message is from... They just go by B. Just the letter B. B. Just B? Just B. All right. And the text was, hey there. Do you get B's phone number? I do have B's phone number. All right. right Sign up for the Patreon. We'll give that away, too. (laughs) No, we will not. (laughs) Uh, The text... Text from me. What's the matter with you? <laughs> B, you better sign up and hope you win your own phone number. <laughs> yeah, we have put all the Greg got it. Holy <laughs> shit. He would call him B at four o'clock in the morning screaming about fucking who knows what. Jaws the revenge. Holy shit. We gotta put one of those things on our website like we will not sell or give away your information to our patrons. Just to the patrons, though. Everyone else. Everyone else, you can have B's number. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we won't give it away, but somebody want to buy we'll sell it. it. <laughs> I mean, B, for the right price, I don't know why anyone would pay a large amount of money for your phone number, but if someone did, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. uh, the text message reads, Hey there, wavy emoji. I was wondering if you guys heard of the new American Horror Story season based on Freddy Krueger. Anyways, love the show. Bye. <laughs> Kissy face emoji. Um, love you too, B. That's Get awesome. a little fresh, B. I'm not comfortable with all this. Leave him or her alone. I, yeah, we Kissy all know face B. and emojis. Yeah, leave him alone. Uh, I, okay, I don't know if you guys heard anything. I did a little looking around on this. There is a an image going around of pretty sure that's a scam right yes there's a Freddy (laughs) Krueger glove and uh it you know someone put American Horror Story logo next to it that I know for a fact that that glove is I don't know what it's for but it's not for that and in fact I used it as a gamer tag like forever ago like I know what that picture of the glove is and um it, no, the American Horror Story, they're very tight lipped with their, you know, their their content and their topics and everything. So I don't think we would hear about it until they want us to hear about it. And I know there's a whole rights thing. Like I, don't, I think Warner Brother owns Freddy and Nightmare. And, you know, it, it I, I no, I'm sorry. I think this is just something going around. The, the West Craven Estate owns the Nightmare on Elm Street rights. Do they? Yeah, it reverted to them at some point, uh, somehow, some way, because I know they were taking pitches at one point for the movie. That's a good thing. Well, that was years ago, and they haven't done shit with it, so. Damn. Yeah. Um, I I had seen the image floating around, but yeah, there's just, we're not that lucky. I hadn't seen (laughs) the image. I don't know anything about it. Um, Honestly, in my opinion, we are lucky. I I don't want American Horror Story fucking around Freddy Krueger. They'll just do something That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I've gotten. I mean, I, I'm probably also be the wrong person to be involved in this conversation of this question because I mean, I've gotten suspended on Twitter over American Horror Story. Like, I, 
I, uh, don't get me started on them, but <laughs> I don't think they would do a good job with Nightmare on Elm Street. And I would rather personally them not touch it. But, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe something based on it wouldn't be mm-hmm. horrible. We'll see. We'll see. I will I, say I, it's I, not the franchise I would prefer for them to mess with because uh, it is near and dear to my heart. And it when they get it right, you know, they get stuff right. But it, statistically, it's unlikely to happen. Yeah, that seems it seems highly unlikely, and um, I can't imagine <laughs> that that would happen. So, and I know for a fact that this image going around, I just sent it in the group for Rob to look at. I know that's not what that's for. So, um, yeah, uh, sorry to burst your bubble, B. I don't know if you were looking forward to that or not, but and that that another thing too, like like I said, they're they're very they're like Walking Dead with that, like you don't hear what they're doing beforehand. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for texting the show, though, B. Yeah. Thanks for texting in, B. Thanks for your number. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's wrong with you? (laughs) I mean, you're trying to get us sued. No. B would be a good sport. Could you imagine Greg having somebody's phone number? (laughs) Shit. I don't like that he has our Zooms. (laughs) (laughs) Dangerous enough. Uh, Kat, did you want to? I have a, instead of a, a news segment, I figured we'd play a game since news is slow. But Kat, didn't you want to? What, what, what about yeah. drink roll call? Oh, yeah, let's do drink roll call. And then I've got some news. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what are you drinking, Mikey? Jack Daniels in a can. All right. What flavor you got? I have watermelon punch. Ooh. Right. Ooh. It sounds really sweet. Is it really sweet? Um, it's not. It's not overly sweet like you would think. And okay. also, I have um, the gummies that I have are watermelon as well, so I'm doubling oh. up on watermelon. Right. So it mix as well. Yeah. Kat, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking red wine tonight from Ooh. a box. Ooh, very fancy. The best kind of wine. <laughs> very white of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right out the box, or do you have a glass? I do have a glass. Okay. I have a. <laughs> this is going to make you happy. Rob, I have a Frodo Baggins glass. Uh, well, I don't mind Frodo so much. <laughs> it was Bilbo, though. <laughs> yeah, it was Bilbo. Fuck that motherfucker. I don't think they did Bilbo ones. Yeah. Um, all right. So at least you got a glass. You're not like tilting your head under that little tap thing. <laughs> no. That's what I pictured her doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're uh, not I that am, drunk uh, yet. I am drinking liquid death. Uh, oh. Tonight. Drink the water. Stop making it sound good. It sounds much cooler if I say I'm drinking liquid death. <laughs> Listen, if you pay the extra to be drinking liquid death instead of filtered tap water, you can sound as cool as you want. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's <laughs> point. yeah. And and Mr. Cat's boyfriend thought it was beer. He did think it was beer. Leave him alone. <laughs> oh, he's nice, I'm sure. Look, I'm sure he's a lovely fellow. <laughs> he just I don't know how he makes his way in the world. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, so, Mr. Cat's boyfriend. No, I'm drinking liquid death. I um here here's the I had planned on going to the liquor store, uh, but then I fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, shit, I still gotta watch the movie. So I didn't have time to go to the liquor store. I had a very similar day. <laughs> yeah. I took a nap too today. Yeah, maybe today was just nap, a nap day. day. Yeah. Every day is nap day for me. I love a nap. I fell asleep on the couch. That's where I fell asleep. There's nothing, there is nothing on earth better than a couch nap. 
Yeah, but I didn't. I went up and got back. I even made my dog come with me. No, I didn't do that. Like, he wouldn't come, so I had to get back up. And I was like, it's worse. And, and me and him snuggled and took a nap. Mm. Yeah, it was nice. Um. Anyway, uh, Kat, what did you want to, what, what news you got? Oh, uh, so this is actual, usually we talk about horror news. Um, I want to talk about some actual real world news, uh, which I usually we oh, try to avoid, but, <laughs> but, uh, scientists in the U.S. using CRISPR have genetically engineered a hamster to be a little rage mutant. And I think we need to talk about it. Not only does it sound like the premise of a horror movie, as many people have been tagging me with on Twitter today, it is the beginning of All of Us Are Dead. Yep, this is the end. Yeah. We're... We see it right now. <laughs> we see it right now. Uh, but people kept sending that to me this morning, and it's like, they're like, what kind of horror movie is this? And it's like, it's a Korean show. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it exists. We've been talking about it. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I, this is new to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't. What are people doing to poor hamsters? They're what? Uh, so yeah, they've genetically modified a hamster to be more aggressive. In what? In a toaster oven, like or what? Uh, wait, <laughs> a toaster? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they get pretty pissed off when you put them in a and toaster you put oven. A hamster in a toaster <laughs> oven, it gets real mad. <laughs> I'd imagine they pissed me off. Yeah. What, what were they using to do that now? Using CRISPR. What is CRISPR? It's so, like a genetic thing. It, uh, it's as close as you can get to like open source software for genetic engineering. It's very controversial because it's too widely accessible to idiots <laughs> who can make zombie hamsters. Well, speaking of idiots, I thought it was like a fucking air fryer or something. <laughs> so imagine, <laughs> imagine a bunch of little um, 28 days later hamsters running around. That's yeah. That's what they're doing. That's, Why that's are what they're doing. doing that? Because they can and they're dumb. Yeah. It's why people were mad about CRISPR. <laughs> and now sure enough. Okay. I I'm 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 high. All right. I'm just <laughs> gonna put that out there right now. And you guys are putting some heavy shit on me right now. Sorry. Right, so we, we I need just, to I gotta people gather. kept tagging me. <laughs> right. So now like this CRISPR thing. Uh -huh. I'm looking at it right now. DNA, all this shit. That is fucking wild, man. I've heard of this CRISPR thing before, which is why I thought it was like a fucking, you know, some kind of glorious microwave. And <laughs> <laughs> I, this is crazy, man. So what, like, I, what the fuck would make people do that with a hamster? They'll do some damage, dude, if you get like a whole pack of those little things. Well, now you can get a whole bunch of them, but they're, you know, hyper aggressive. Uh, the actual headline, for anyone wondering, it comes from Metro. A gene editing experiment turns fluffy hamsters into, quote-unquote, aggressive mutant rage monsters. So I wasn't exaggerating. That's I. The headline might have been exaggerating a little bit, but that's not... I'm not pulling this out of nowhere, guys. People kept tagging me in this article this morning, and it was like, listen... <laughs> I know. I know it's bad. <laughs> well... I mean, it's it's kind of like that iRobot shit. Like, remember, however many months ago that video of that robot came out? Yeah, that's fuck crazy, dude. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, there's movies all over the place. What happens if you do shit like this? You fuck doing it anyway. Damn. See now, Deep Blue Sea with this CRISPR thing could be real. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
Could be. Could be. It so shouldn't could, be. So could we attack of the killer that. donuts. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I could fucking beat you. I really do. Anyway, uh, that's that's what I wanted to talk about. That's crazy, man. Dude. I just I know that there was a lot of talk for a while about late stage capitalism. You know. Yeah. But I really feel like our problem is deeper than that. I feel like we're at just late stage planet Earth. Oh, yeah. At this point, or at least late stage human race. <laughs> I think some people have seen that, like, it, we're heading in a bad direction and they're like, I don't want to draw this out. Let's bring out the zombie <laughs> hamsters. <laughs> like, if that's yeah. where we're going, let's just get there. Yeah, we're all going to be dead soon enough. Which honestly, kind of my attitude at this point, where it's like, I'm not going to start working out again. <laughs> like, if the zombie hamsters need to eat me, I, I understand. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you know this, but I joined a gym. Have you gone yet? Or... I have not. I have not All been right. there. You're still letting them take your money for nothing. They take my money every month and I haven't been there. Cancel it! I don't have a bag to go. <laughs> so cancel it! I can't cancel it. Where am I going to work out if I cancel it? We're not working out now. Cancel it. <laughs> but I think you have to go Now's in there to cancel it. Now's a bad time to they not make it... be doing any cardio. <laughs> yeah. We've they got real fast easy. zombies coming our way. They make it real easy to sign up online, but you have to actually go into the gym to cancel it. And I'm just like, <sighs> How about this? You give me your address and all that stuff that, that is needed. And you pay me that money for like a year, <laughs> every month. And I'll cancel it for you. Oh, but I, I, don't know. I do see that uh, apparently China started using that CRISPR thing for like dogs. Yeah. And they're like, that's sad. I don't like that shit. I don't know. That's weird. But yeah, they're like making these muscular fucking like that Russian dog that, you know, that picture was a meme forever ago. I don't know. That's weird, man. I don't like they're it. They're making like an Ivan Drago dog. Yeah, this is fuck that dog will fuck you up. Mm. I don't think we should be able to like have high school kids play with genes and <laughs> DNA and like this is bad. Nah, high school kids are responsible. <laughs> god damn like just think about the shit that they would do <laughs> that's scary good thing to look into this I wonder, I wonder what i could do with this <laughs> holy shit yeah, figure out how to harness this power <laughs> could you uh -oh. imagine the the rob clone that he would make of himself oh, oh no god when I make one strong enough, I'm sending it right for Jason Blum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the other reason I can't cancel the gym. What if we don't get Halloween ends on time? <laughs> <laughs> you better have started working out a couple <laughs> years ago. <laughs> fight that fight. Um Yeah, that that's that's scary, man. That that's really uh that's really sad. I don't yeah. like that stuff. Well, thanks for bringing the show down, Kat. Appreciate You're it. welcome. <laughs> I didn't expect Mikey to go like down the CRISPR rabbit hole. I was just, uh, I just wanted to talk about that zombie show again, but. You really had me <laughs> thinking that they were putting these fucking hamsters <laughs> in like some kind of a, like a new microwave. like, a, And it's like, it was, you know, radiation and whatever was fucking up the hamsters. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I was too high for that that information. Like you threw it at me way too fast. I Sorry. wasn't ready. I, I assumed you had seen it. I assumed that like if I was getting tagged, everyone was getting tagged in this shit. <laughs> so, I, it's probably just because I talked about that show so much. 
Our listeners think highly of you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, that's what I woke up to this morning, though, also. Because, like, not only had people, like, I got a bunch of, like, DMs and stuff where people are just sending me, like, aggressive mutant rage monster hamster gifts. And I'm like, what did I stumble into? God damn. It's too early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 Rob, I think they're trying to, like, get Cat to do something here. Like, why is everybody coming to Cat? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how have I become the expert on this? Sure, feel my pain, guys. <laughs> yeah. I say keep sending it to her, though, because I don't want that bullshit. <laughs> I'll just bring it to you. Yeah. I just get fucking gobble ghoul stuff now. Fucking <laughs> Rob. I don't send you any of that. I haven't sent you a gobble thing in a long time. Other people do because of you. I can't control what other people do. If I could control what other people do, we'd be living in a whole different world. I don't want to think about that. Uh, all right. So I told you before that the one, the only thing that I think has stopped me from being one of the world's greatest dictators is the fact that I don't have a balcony. <laughs> This mute button is looking better and better and better and better. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Do you want to play a game? All right. So I figured instead of news, even though that was the most amazing thing I've heard in a long time. Uh, <laughs> I figured we'd play a quick little game of Fuck, Marry, Kill. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, sure, everybody knows the, the game, everybody listening. Uh, you know, you pick one that you want to F, one that you want to marry, and one that you got to kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll start. I have a list of a couple for you guys specifically, each. And uh, But l- let's start off with you guys having the same selection and okay. see how the list goes. Rob, let's start with you. Uh, F Mary Kill Feast One, Feast Two, Feast Three. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, you, you fuck Feast Three, you <laughs> marry Feast One, and you kill Feast Two. Okay, cat, same selection. Uh, that might be my answer. Wait, it fuck <laughs> Feast Three, right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, marry Feast One. Yeah, that's correct. That's yeah. the correct answer, objectively. Agreed. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the next one. Uh, Rob, Sharks of the Corn, Bad CGI Sharks, Santa Jaws. You fuck Sharks of the Corn, you marry Santa Jaws, and you kill Bad what? CGI Sharks. What? Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. no. You... No. Cat, Cat, same question. What did uh, he do? I... <laughs> okay, so you kill Sharks of the Corn, you... Oh. Oh, this is tough. Yeah, I guess you fuck Santa Jaws and marry bad CGI sharks. Yeah. yeah. If ah. I could fuck and marry bad CGI sharks. <laughs> <laughs> so you're marrying bad CGI sharks, huh? Yeah, bad CGI yeah. sharks for life. Okay. I mean, the good thing about about when you marry bad CGI sharks is you get to fuck them like on your birthday and anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> so, like every year, a couple it. times a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever been married, but that's how I'm kind of working out. <laughs> um, that sharks in the corn, Rob. Shame on you. That one should go. I like cats better. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's tough, but uh, you got to make these decisions. I killed them all. Uh, uh, all right, so here we, I, I personalized a little bit for you guys. Uh, Rob, fuck, marry, kill, Zodiac, Black Christmas, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Which Black Christmas? The original. <laughs> okay. Jesus very Christ. important. This is a tough one for you. This is very very tough. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna. F- I know right away, of those movies, I'm going to kill Friday Six. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. What? Really? Damn. It's a great movie, but it's not as good as the other two. Wow. I'm I'm gonna marry Zodiac and I'm gonna fuck Black Christmas. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm a little shocked here. Right. We're asking the tough questions on yeah. Slasher Radio yeah. today. You made that one hard, Mike. I don't appreciate it. Well, th- <laughs> this is a this is a hard one for Cat as well. And uh, I'm gonna see who likes Black Christmas the most here. Uh oh. Cat, <laughs> your list, your choices are: fuck, marry, kill, Black Christmas, Cube, X. Ooh. Uh, that's a very thematically funny question for X. <laughs> it, it certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess I, well, I'm going to marry X. X okay. every day for life, birthdays, wow. anniversaries. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just get birthdays and anniversaries, Cat. Don't get crazy with every day. I mean, you might think it's going to be every day, you know, it's it's not. Um, that's okay. X has prepared me for that. <laughs> I understand. Um, and I have a backup plan for <laughs> when it stops. Again, thanks to X. Um, wow, that is hard. I, I think I have to. I, Rob likes Black Christmas better than me because uh, I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna fuck Cube. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, we got some remakes now. Cat, we'll start with you. Okay. Fuck, marry, kill. Candyman remake. Night of the Living Dead remake with Tony Todd, the uh, nineteen ninety. Or Halloween, two thousand eighteen. Ooh. 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 Halloween two thousand eighteen is not a remake. It's a direct sequel to the originals we discussed on the Patreon episode. <laughs> I understand, but it's close enough, all right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh. Here, here's the thing. I, I'm going. I, I'm gonna kill the Night of the Living Dead. Maybe. Ooh. Um. Okay. I, I don't like it, but that's where we're at. I'm going to marry uh, Halloween 2018. Ooh. And I'm gonna fuck Candyman. Uh. Here's the thing about. <laughs> uh, I chose my words very carefully there. Here's the thing <laughs> about Halloween 2018 is that as much as I enjoy the movie and could settle down with it, it's not sexy. Not okay. like a sexy remake. Um, That's fair. That's really fair. Yeah. Okay, Rob. Yes, sir. My Bloody Valentine remake. Okay. Friday the 13th remake. Evil Dead remake. <sighs> All right. Um, I will marry the My Bloody Valentine remake. Wow. I will fuck the Evil Dead, and I will kill the Friday. This this is why I say that Halloween is your favorite. 
This is why. Look, you killed Friday twice. Okay, yeah. but one was the remake. Yeah, one of them was the remake. It's not. I mean, Still. it's not a very good remake. It's okay, but it's not very. I mean, it's. I agree with your 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 list right here, your your selections. But damn. Okay. Of course you agree with them. I'm always right. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of your favorite franchise, I broke this up by uh, favorite franchises. So Rob, I gave you Halloween. Uh, here's your selection: Fuck, Marry, Kill. Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3. I really thought you were going to say Resurrection instead of 3. I'm not going to make it that easy for him. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to marry Halloween. Okay. You I'm going to fuck gonna Halloween, fuck Halloween 3. Because it's got Tom Atkins <laughs> yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill uh, Halloween 2. Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> You're going to kill Halloween 2. Rob. Very, very good movie. Very good movie. But. You're really gonna uh, on on mustache alone. <laughs> you're gonna kill Halloween too. Yeah, because that mustache fucks. This is recorded, and I want you to know everybody just heard that. <laughs> Cat Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh oh. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill Nightmare on Elm Street the original. Then Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Master Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warriors. Oh man. So, I mean, you know, I'm always sticking up for Dream Master and stuff, but that's got to be the one you kill. And then uh, fuck Dream Warriors and marry the original. Damn. It's sad, but. <laughs> yeah. Dream Warriors is a good fuck movie. You know, it's like it had a lot going on. It was very. I, I guess it's old of me to say hip. But it's the best <laughs> way to describe it. You know, like it had a lore grandpa. I know. Right? What the fuck? <laughs> Had that punk rock feel to it, kind of. Yeah, very good. Good list. I agree with Rob's was shit for the Halloween man. <laughs> you yeah. had to know because of Tom. Perfect. You should be ashamed of yourself, Rob. Just to prove a point, that's what you do. Nice. <laughs> uh, Rob. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, th- this one is. I took this from our murder by numbers, and uh, I took our top. Well, you guys is tops. Uh-oh. For each franchise, so Rob, Friday the 13th, Part 6, the original Halloween, New Nightmare. Fuck, Mary, kill. I'm going to marry <laughs> Halloween. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to fuck Friday, and I'm going to kill New Nightmare. Cat, I think I just tricked him into telling us what his favorite I think was. so. <laughs> no, 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 because that's not the franchise as a whole. That's just Halloween that one for movie. life. <laughs> I don't know, Rob. But that's the best of the best. Like you you took the best of each one though. When I if I were to rank all those movies like in every franchise, Halloween would still be did. <laughs> be number one. Halloween is, in my opinion, the best horror movie ever made. Just leave that there. <laughs> That's not the shape of what. Cat. Yeah. Halloween 2018. Jason X. Nightmare on Elm Street. Dream Warriors. Fuck, Mary kill. Uh, Dream Warriors. I I know. I I just did it to make it harder. Okay. Um. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, that is harder. You've got to kill Jason X, right? Okay. As fun as it is. <laughs> To have it on there. Uh, and Halloween. I mean, I don't know. Jason X could be awful fun in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Jason X could be awful scary in the bedroom. Uh, I'm gonna kill Jason X. 
I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I'm gonna marry Halloween 2018 and, and fuck Dream Warriors wow. again. Okay. Okay. Dream Warriors is fun. Uh, Fair Halloween 2018 is. Fair enough. One game. Um. All right. Rob. Fuck Mary Kill. Terrifier. <laughs> Halloween Resurrection. There it is. And Rob Zombie's Halloween. Have fun. Oh, <laughs> 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 all right. Have fun. Uh, I will marry Terrifier. <gasps> wow. I will fuck Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I will kill Resurrection. Oh, that's oh. surprising. Rob. Did you do that just to mess with Mikey? No, I'm pretty sure that if all you right. looked at my Halloween rankings, you would see that Resurrection is at the bottom. Come on, man. <laughs> That's fucking wrong. What the hell's the matter with you? Cat, <sighs> this is a shit list for you. All right. Fuck, marry, kill, rubber. Uh. Blair Witch, Book of Shadows. Uh. And Siege of Chucky. Uh. Oh, God. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah, can I. Is killing them all an option? No. Um, I mean, I'm going to kill rubber. <laughs> nice. Is just okay. how that goes. Uh, I, oh god, I, I guess I'm gonna marry Blair Witch, Good choice. and fuck Seed of Chucky, Jennifer Tilly. It, yeah, Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. All right, that's fair list. Rubber got killed. I'm happy. That's good. <laughs> Rob muted. He's just seething. <laughs> <laughs> he just said Rubber's worse to Seed of Chucky and Book of Shadows. Is that? It is. It is. I agree. Uh, (laughs) Work of art. Uh, I want to tug at your heartstrings again, Rob. I'm I'm changing this one up. Friday the 13th. uh, This is just franchise movies, you know, not not the specific movie. Friday the 13th, Halloween, and The Thing. I'm trying to find out something about you. Well, The Thing doesn't really have a franchise. Well, but it's an entity. There's two movies. It is what it is, man. Is it enough? What? What is it again? <laughs> Halloween, Friday the 13th, and The Thing. Oh. I'll move, I'll move to Utah and marry all of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's allowed there, right? I don't know. It's actually not. They. Uh-huh. I actually just read Under the Banner of Heaven. And I wish I hadn't. I now know too much about Utah and its marriage laws, and I don't like yeah. it. Utah, Utah's weird. It's weird. There's something going on in Utah that we need to have, have looked into. Because they also don't sell real beer there. <laughs> That's the problem in Utah. They do have polygamy cults, but they're illegal. Oh, God. Well, um, I don't have. I don't, I don't care. You know what? The, the <laughs> laws of man... Are not going to tell me who I can love and who I can't. That's actually like a pretty common stance in the polygamy cults. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the answer. I moved to Utah. I start my own cult. Marry all three. No, because, no, you're not going to move to Utah. You just said it sucked. And there's no real beer. You could never have real beer again. (laughs) You have to import it, is what you have to do. Good luck at margarita in a can. And then you had to pay a tax on it or some shit. I, I don't know. Utah is weird, and we need to look into it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. So Friday, Halloween, the thing. Mm. Even though two are franchises and one's not. 
Yeah. All right, I'm going to kill the thing. Oh, yes. Because it's not a franchise. I'm going to marry Friday and fuck Halloween. I don't think your heart was in that. But okay. It's tough. It's tough. Okay. I like them both. I, I don't know if Cat's going to be able to answer this one. Uh-oh. You're three, Cat. You can't move to Utah, apparently. I'm going to move to Utah. <laughs> no. Bad CGI sharks. Oh. The perfection. Oh. And Cabin in the Woods. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Because uh, those guys... You know, if they listen to us, I'm really sorry about this, but I kill bad CGI sharks. There's no way they still listen to us after what and Mikey I- <laughs> said. Yeah, they're dicks to me. Uh, I marry Cabin in the Woods, and I fuck the perfection. Wow. Honestly, I, I watched the perfection again this last week, and I would love to get in on, on some of that. You and me both. <laughs> it's a sexy movie. Yeah. I hated that movie, but damn, I like both those girls. Crazy eyes and... <laughs> Jesus. All right. I have one one last one for you guys. And Kat, we'll start with you. Okay. You have to pick between Sweeney Todd, Freddy Krueger, and Benny from Benny Loves You. Oh, no. I, well, <laughs> huh. How old is Benny? This might be a creepy question. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> It's a creepy question, no matter what. <laughs> uh, well, I guess, I mean, I, you know, I have, like, the Mrs. Lovett fantasy of just standing next to Sweeney Todd at the altar. That that checks out. I'll marry him. Um, <laughs> you are aware that he kills his wife, right? It's fine. <laughs> it was an accident. Dumb, stupid ass. <laughs> Yeah, it's if you fuck him that you really have to worry about because uh, the mistresses don't last long in that. Uh, it's a much more violent end. Uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, mm, I don't like this next part at all. <laughs> I mean... It's tough. Yeah. And to be fair, Benny did grow up with what's-his-name, so I'd oh, imagine... That's... That's you, true. I still yeah. think maybe fuck Freddy. That's fair. Kill Benny. Oh, you're going to kill Benny. Yeah, good um, luck killing Benny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I might not have to kill Benny. I feel like uh, fucking Freddy Krueger might kill me. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, Rob. Uh, similar question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor Crowley, Jason Voorhees, and Benny from Benny Loves You. I don't want to fuck any of them. <laughs> I fuck one of them, buddy. Well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to fuck Victor Crowley. <laughs> go big. Yeah, go big okay. or go home. Uh, I will marry Jason and I will kill Ben. Oh, you guys, man. Come on. I don't know. There's something weird about saying you want to fuck or marry Benny. Especially it's a since I weird. Especially since I own a plushie, people might think I'm fucking it. I don't want that. <laughs> it's a bad PR question. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking good doll. Yeah, come on. Why do you gotta say stuff like that? Well, you're the one who brought it up. 
Vendor was a weird choice. You knew, you knew we all owned mini plushies. Well, yeah. Yeah, we do. But it doesn't, I don't know. I was trying to learn where you guys stand on things. I thought it would be fun and interactive and everything. And you had to make it weird say you were fucking your Benny doll. You trying to try to make me pick between Halloween and, and Friday. I did make you pick between Halloween and Friday. Yeah. And you still, meanwhile, on the fence about your favorite franchise. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not funny. We don't bring that up. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a real problem. It's a crisis. Is it what is. it is. It's an identity crisis. It is, man. I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. I was talking to somebody, and they were like, "Oh, well, what's your favorite?" I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. "Like he just broke down into tears at the bar the other day." Just, I don't yeah. know. I don't, man. It's fucking weird. I need to check in on my Benny plushie though. He might be getting mad at me. Oh, haven't pushed that button in a while. No, Benny loves you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, that was fun though. You guys, yeah. uh, good for you. You guys are troopers. You handled that pretty well, other than Rob <laughs> trying to pull that Utah shit. I thought that was a valid answer. No. I like cat, Cat's List better. Rob, you should be ashamed of yourself on some of these. I'm on to you, Utah. <laughs> Nobody else sees it, but I see what you're doing. What are they doing? Oh, they're fucked up. I did hear about the liquor thing, man. That is bullshit. Yeah. You can't get no real liquor. Like, why do people live there? Yeah. And, and and did you know this too? They got some weird thing about their bars. Like you can't just go into a bar. You have to be like a member of the Yeah. And so then like uh other members can like I don't know. It's some bullshit, man. It's fucking weird, dude. We need to fucking send the army in there or something before they get too out of hand. You know, they should merge gyms and bars together. You'd go to that, man. You'd get your money's worth on that one. I would. If you could only go to a, a bar that has a gym in it, you would. You might not participate in the gym stuff, but you would go. I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> you would drink beer and eat wings watching people work out. Absolutely. Who wouldn't? How counterproductive would that be? Holy shit. Alright. Um, that was fun. We will be, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with the Patreon pick for this week, Return of the Living Dead. And I got to pee real bad. All right. I've been drinking a lot of liquid death. All right, uh, Rob, you like to go over the stuff that didn't make it and everything mm-hmm. on this whole Patreon thing beforehand, right? So yeah, I, I like to written. know all that stuff. I don't know how to work the Patreon, so I don't see it. This is like our our, you know, filling you a meeting, filling you in just on yeah. air. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, uh, we order have... some food every time. If we're just talking about the gym. Now you're going to order a pizza. No, I might get some breadsticks, though. Mm, um, all right. So the omen went up and uh, th- we got a problem in the in the votes again, guys. <laughs> uh, first up for the first uh, of, uh, entry was Day of the Dead. That was by Nate. 1985. Very good movie. Nice pick, Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Almost won that one. 
Uh, (laughs) That was another thing. There was a tie this week. We'll get into it all. So that was Nate's pick, Day of the Dead, 1985. Very good pick. Came in second, technically, since there was a tie for first. Greg uh, actually nominated Return of the Living Dead, 1985. Thank you, Greg. Greg. This was a Greg pick, believe it or not. Two Greg picks in a row, two very different movies. Uh, from Feast 3 to Return of the Living Dead. You're a whirlwind, Greg. And he even put in there, I'm going to be nice for this only. We We appreciate appreciate it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also glad that Rob's words were (laughs) not after this was done. Thank God it wasn't Jaws of Revenge. Oh. You know it's going to go up one day, right? (sighs) And your bring it bitches didn't help. Uh, IR Chris. Bring it. I heard Chris. Nominated. I don't know. Why. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so stupid. I'm not even drinking. <laughs> yeah, you're having water. Lucio Fulci's The Beyond from 1981. That's from mm. I heard Chris. Mm. What? I don't care for that movie that much. Okay. Uh, but now, see, now Greg voted. He put, put another thing in there. Greg. He's doubling down. Greg, Greg, Greg. And it's your next, too, on top of everything else. So <laughs> here we go again. Then Greg, uh, I, I mean, then Chris comments, damn it, Greg, and then put Morbius. What? No. What? Oh, okay, so I'll hold on. I want to go on record. I want to retract my exasperated sigh. I didn't know that Morbius was a joke pick. Yeah, then that was going to be my, my next thing. Because I actually haven't. Uh, usually, I'm in on the Patreon stuff. Uh, usually, I see them from the site. But you just you told me before I could check it this week. So I've spent like the last couple days upset with Chris for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. There's always a reason to be upset with Chris. And and Kat, don't lie. You can't see the Patreon stuff. No, I can see the Patreon. Stuff. No, no one can see it. <laughs> I'm literally reading from it right now. Uh, uh, yeah, Chris, let me know. Hey, look, if you put it on there, uh, we d- dealt with the headache last time. Of uh, this was meant, but that was. Uh, if it's on there, we're putting it on the fucking list, and you guys fight it out amongst yourselves. This but, okay? That's a dangerous policy because Morbius almost won. <laughs> it did, and that was my thing too. Because Rob, when I had said all this went on the voting, and Rob said that just came out as it even out anywhere, and I looked and I was like, oh. Ah, what are the odds it's going to win? And it almost fucked around and won. So <laughs> there was a tie uh, this week uh, for Morbius and obviously Return of the Living Dead. Uh, Chris then <laughs> DM'd me and was like, I was joking. And I was like, oh, well. Well, obviously he was joking because he was mad at Greg <laughs> for picking a second thing. So he chose a joke pick. But keep in mind, too, Chris has... <laughs> Last time we got into the double posting thing was, well, no, Jinx did it. But before that, it was Chris. (laughs) And you never know with them. They're sneaky. They're dangerous. (laughs) I'm not getting into another debacle. So, uh, yeah, Return of the Living Dead it was. And uh, because, you know, just no, we're not doing Morbius. No, not watching fucking Morbius. No one's watching Morbius. (laughs) No. It is not Morbin time. And then in the comments of the voting post, uh, Chris called out Greg because he thought Greg was the one starting to vote for Morbius. And he said, Greg, I know that's you and I'm disappointed. (laughs) 
and Greg said he would never have voted for Morbius. It's funny how they both knew what the fuck each other were talking about. <laughs> this was a mess this week. I feel like we should have just disqualified them both and did Nate's pick. Good pick. It was a good pick, Nate. Good job. Yeah. Uh, but here we are, Return of the Living Dead, 1985. Also a good pick. Very good pick. Very. Greg has range. Mm-hmm. Beast three to, to this. Here's my concern about Night of the Living or <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. Here's my concern about Return of the Living Dead. I'm afraid to say this. Because mm-hmm. usually when I say this, something goes terribly wrong and Rob gives us sad trivia. But <laughs> my fear for Return of the Living Dead is that hopefully we're all on the same page that this is a great movie and there's not going to be a ton to talk about. Right? <laughs> Um, yeah, I had right? the same fear, Mikey. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I fucking love this. Movie. Okay, this movie's Woo. amazing. Uh, I do have a little bit of I, I'm not gonna get into it just yet, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna be patient, but I do have a couple of uh, I, I have a few minutes of review material because I did a deep dive into Return of the Living Dead reviews today. Because again, I was worried we wouldn't have much to talk yeah. about. <laughs> I I also have some trivia. Nice. To, to help us. Uh, and it won't be sad this week. Have some stuff to talk about. Um, but yeah, now this movie, are you kidding me? This movie's amazing. I agree. And I mean, hell, we got to look at Tom Matthews. Yeah. Friend yeah. of the show. Love Tom Matthews. I think his performance in this was phenomenal. You know, Tommy is his, you know, he's known for Tommy Jarvis, but Man, oh man, did he show a lot of range here with, you know, he had he had so many different things to portray, and I think he fucking nailed it. He was great in this movie. Absolutely, yeah. So one thing that I do think is really interesting, something to talk about, um, I really like the portrayal of zombies in this one, which is very interesting because they hit all of the marks of things that I usually don't like to see in zombies. Uh, but it was just, it was very stylistic. It was very cleverly done. It set a lot of trends. And I think it's really interesting that even though, you know, there are so many like big zombie movies out, they became like such a giant trend. Like a lot of the like cartoon, like a, a lot of the pop culture zombies that you see, you know, when someone's making a joke or something about them, a lot of that is that like, brains moaning kind of zombie mm. that originated in return of the living dead which i think is really interesting because it's not a movie that gets brought up as often yeah i mean i noted that uh this the zombies in this movie to me personally are probably the best iteration of a zombie ever to me because it it's it's close to what Night of the Living Dead was and all that and and they even paid a little homage to that movie in here which was you know th- that's the right thing to do. There's a reason for that. Right. But I, I think that 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 was there but they also did like when the, zo- the zombie fucking called in paramedics or whatever <laughs> called them. That's fucking perfect. Dude. cops is like uh, take out. <laughs> right. It was oh. awesome and then even at the end where Thom Matthews is like, like he's just so He's like haunting her and taunting her. And that from a zombie is fucking awesome, dude. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, not going to argue too much about anything. Um, what anybody said about this movie, I love all the performances in this movie. I think everybody is spot on. Um, I don't think that there's anybody who does a bad job. Uh, I love uh, Tom Matthews and um, James Karen in the beginning of the movie. Um, after just after they have released the the gas or whatever the hell it is, uh, they are so goddamn funny together that I wish we had gotten a series of comedies just starring <laughs> the two of them as like an Abbott and Costello type comedy duo. I mean, their timing together, everything that they do in those scenes is just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that's the thing, too. Like when they were going back and forth in the office, even before that, like. Uh, I, I feel like the reason the how did happen is great. You know, it's unique. We haven't seen it. For, hell, we get we get a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Usually it's just, well, here we are now. This happened. We don't know mm-hmm. quite how. And then someone bit someone and it, it spread like they, they stood away from that. And even and, nowadays, they don't they don't do that. They're not. And, unique. You know what I really appreciated about the reason is that they had the setup uh, with the army guy that had to be, you know, you get to meet his wife and yeah. uh, they have the whole like, I must be reached 24 seven kind of thing. And it's like it was just a little extra thing. But it made it less of like a non sequitur when they're like, oh, yeah, the army gave us some living dead, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, no, I this movie. Um, damn it. I had a great point. Now I don't remember what it was. <laughs> and I'm only drinking liquid death. <laughs> I drink margarita in a can, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do like the setup of this movie. And oh, I know what I was going to say. Thank God, a zombie movie that actually says the word zombie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which you never get. Uh, absolutely uh, was thrilled when he said zombie. Now, I think he only says it once. <laughs> and it's you, when they're talk- we're talking about Night of the Living Dead. But um, yeah, I'm so Do you so know happy. if this is the first zombie movie to say zombie in it? I don't know if it's the first, but it is certainly one of... Um, very few. Even today, they don't say zombie. So, yeah, um, they always kind of like. And sometimes I think it's very cleverly done. I really like in Shaun of the Dead. You know the whole Zed word. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it really annoys me because they're like, "What can we call them? It's not zombies, mm-hmm. you know." And they come up with like something else ridiculous, and it's like, okay, well, we know what they are, and especially right. in like contemporary horror movies it's like if you see anything lumbering at you colloquially you're going to call it a zombie right yeah (laughs) i think um another great way to look at this movie is the scene specifically that did it first i guess i i I don't know that that it just it shines so bright at me when it cut from that, you know, with uh, what's the name was showing Tom Matthews around, and this is this, that's that, and then they cut to the kids walking down the street with the boombox and everything. Man, in the eighties, that was like, <laughs> dude, that that was like this to me was one of the most modern eighties movies, like just something that screamed eighties fucking perfectly. That's like shit that we, well, at least me, I seen like in the nineties, you know, like when they would show shit. And it was like, it just fucking hits home for you. This was it for the 80s, man. That's why 
Um, I think IR Chris, I don't, he's a little older than me, but this might be that sweet spot for him, man. Like, like this movie, it, it hits home for a lot of people. And I think that's why, because they got so many things in that time's pop culture spot mm-hmm. on with this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. There's just so much to like about this movie, to be honest with you. Like, I, you know, the soundtrack, I, I mm. ordered oh, yeah. the soundtrack on vinyl today. After watching it, yeah. Where from? Amazon. Oh. Is it like whatchamacallits? Mm, What do you mean? I always forget the name of that damn place that you showed me. Uh, Waxworks. No, it's. I mean, it's not going to be that nice. Okay. No, but it'll be the soundtrack. They should do this one. That's what they should do, Waxworks. Yeah. Mm. It was a good soundtrack. Um, But it's just fun. You know, I mean, the soundtrack is just amazing. So. but uh, yeah, I, I I enjoy that. I I think that it is um, uh, it's exactly what they wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a, it's just a silly fun movie. Uh, I think that's clearly what they were shooting for, and that's clearly what they made. Yeah, and and I think they hit the tones they needed to hit when it needed to get a little serious here and there. That's just mm-hmm. what I was going to say, because I think a lot of horror comedies, like especially the funny ones, sometimes don't land the horror element. And one thing that I love, 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 love about this movie is that as silly as it was to kind of let the zombies talk and as many goofs and gags as there were through that, the fact that they hurt all the time and are aware of it mm. and that's why they eat brains like that's a pretty that's some dark zombie lore you know and it's like I, they they really hit that you know they weren't afraid to go dark with it and it, it paid off yeah i i noted that where they when they tied down that zombie and they were talking to her and like that that was a really cool moment man it it you don't get they did so many things with zombies in this movie that you don't get to see like i said even fucking today you would think so many things came from night of the living dead and you know things along the way but no one thought to take from this movie like why that was like that, that was awesome man that was like interview with a zombie it was fucking great, man. I love that. That's a movie right there. Do an interview with a vampire with a zombie and get it from that zombie. There's got to be out there, and I'm just not aware of it, but there should be more popular movies where, like, what about a movie from a zombie's point of view? That's an internal struggle that could be a fucking phenomenal film. Yeah. Rob, start making, do something. <laughs> Rob, we're putting in this <laughs> yeah. over your department. Right. Fucking figure something out, man. That's a million dollar idea. I actually wrote uh like the Damn first it, short... again. <laughs> what are you doing over there? I don't know. Go drink some margarita in a can so you to be sober, goddammit. <laughs> the first thing I ever had published was actually from a zombie's point of view. Really? Yeah. Get out of here. That's awesome. Because I think it's but I it's not like a full-length movie or anything, you know, right, and it, right. it sucks that we don't really have that and i mean there have been things that have been done where zombies are more eloquent and they can talk and you know they kind of talk about that struggle but a lot of them are so further removed from other aspects of zombie like there's eye zombie and uh graveyard alive i you know i can never pass up an opportunity to talk about graveyard alive a zombie nurse in love 
<laughs> but uh yeah no but those are just like the mythologies are so different they almost don't feel like zombies anymore yeah yeah that that was i really liked that more like, and, and it didn't it wasn't a long scene but man that i i, I really like this fucking movie because zombies especially now we're 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 living in the post walking dead age so we're pretty zombied out for the past mm-hmm. decade and like man if we had some of this in there that'd be nice yeah i i agree i um i just i thought i am struggling to find things to say about this movie because i just yeah. I, it's all good like there are no misses here as, as far as i can tell and it was hard to take notes Mm-hmm. also because it's like you're just enjoying yourself like nothing really sticks out it's very coherent mm-hmm. for the most part um yeah. something that stuck out to me was um the the chick dancing balls ass naked yeah that little that stuck out he was me. one of my notes also because when they're describing her it's like oh she's taking off her clothes again <laughs> it's like, yeah. how often does she do this that's yeah. a good friend to have, man. Larry's just like, oh, yeah. there she goes. You know what? They don't deserve her, though. <laughs> no, they don't. I, I've got like, notes about that. They just left that. her to die. <laughs> what do you got, Rob? I, I got trivia about that. You want to hear it now? Yeah. Sure. All right. When they were shooting uh, Trash's gravestone dance, uh, <laughs> okay. she was she was initially completely naked, and then uh, producer Graham Henderson visited the shoot that day. And uh, he threw a fit uh, telling the director, Dan O'Bannon, that you can't show pubic hair on television. (laughs) So Dan sent Liana Quigley, the actress, away and had her completely shaved, which uh, (laughs) Liana herself said was the most embarrassing part of the whole thing. And then they did another shoot to which Graham Henderson cried out, oh, God, that's even worse. You can see everything. (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, they sent her over to... um, effects and they uh they made an uh, uh some sort of a, a crotch piece which resembled the bottom of a, of a g-string and they they but they had to glue it on so according to her it was a huge problem because every time she had to go to the bathroom they had to remove it oh jesus <laughs> yeah um she said she was basically um there like a, a department store mannequin um uh, most of the time and uh she's also joked that uh that's the most attention that's ever been focused on her vagina <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious but you know and you know obviously the scene was awesome for obvious reasons but i, I don't know man it just they did such a good job in that scene with everything and mm-hmm. it's like normally it's just hey look at the naked chick boobies and but this, it was like, you know, the scene was really fucking cool on top of it. Because, you know, you got the guys look, looking like assholes staring at her. and The music was cool. The dancing was cool. The scenery was so fucking cool. You're in a cemetery. They they took the attention off of a naked woman. And that's very hard to do. Yes, it is. You know, but, but they, they did it. And also, mm-hmm. it helped that they were, like, very brazen about it. They're like, right. Oh. She's going to take her clothes off for no reason. She's going to go full naked except for like an effects G-string, apparently. And she's going <laughs> to stand up here and she's going to dance. Uh, and we're just going to lean into the fact that it's a little bit ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And it's like, if they had tried to come up with an explanation for it, it, it would have been worse, you know? But they're like, hey, this is what we're doing. We're committing to it. <laughs> it was like part musical. 
but it wasn't at the same time. It was really fucking well done, man. It was an awesome scene. Like I, I just caught myself and I was like, why am I not paying more attention to this naked woman? Like, what the fuck's wrong with me? Yeah. But the, it's, the scene was so cool. I'm like, damn, man, they did a phenomenal job. That is hilarious, too. He's like, that's even worse. <laughs> oh my God, that's even worse. The poor girl, man. Always. What is it with television nudity and pubic hair? Where oh, <laughs> it oh. just seems like that would cover so much and help the yeah. situation. I, I don't yeah. know. Worked in the 80s. Oh. It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you mentioned. Um... Well, Night of the Living Dead has come up a couple of times right? talking about this movie, uh, which is fitting. The uh, producer of this movie is a guy named John Russo, and he co-wrote Night of the Living Dead with George Romero. Oh. Um, they had different visions on how to go f- uh, to take the, um, I guess, the franchise or, or the, to go in the, the ways they wanted the sequels to go. So they decided that they would each make separate horror sequels to Night of the Living Dead. Romero's films, of course, were referred to as the Dead movies, and Russo produced the Living Dead series. Nice. Man, I like the Living Dead zombies better, dude. The movies, you know, they're they're two different movies, and Mm -hmm. you have to have that conversation, and it's hard to compare the two, but zombies themselves, these are cool zombies. They're cool zombies, yeah. Especially the naked one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though, man. Like they leaned into it so far, and and the even like Don Matthews, like the the progression of him and um uh fuck, damn, uh Frank, yeah, I think Frank. Like the 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 progression of them as they're getting sick, and then it starts yeah. really. They did such a good job, and it was so subtle at first. Because I remember first watching it, and I was like, man, they starting to look like zombies a little bit. And before it got noticeable, noticeable, but they they had it in there just step by step by step by step, mm-hmm. and they paid attention. It, yeah, to they did a really good job with it at first. It wasn't um, it wasn't super noticeable, but you could see they were getting paler. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, they did a really good job with the makeup on that. Yeah. And then they had his tongue orange, and it was fucking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, The movie features two Friday the 13th alums, Tom Matthews, obviously, who played um, Tommy Jarvis in part six, and uh, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Did you guys recognize him? Yes. I did not. Yeah, he plays Demon in Friday part five. Oh. Uh, He's uh, murdered by Jason in the outhouse. Oh. oh, While his girlfriend sings him a song while he's trying to poop. (laughs) You know, he looked familiar, but I... Yeah. I'm not good enough with faces to be like, oh yeah, outhouse guy. <laughs> yep, same guy. And uh, I also looked him up on IMDb. He has done a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, fucking works. He looks like Arsenio. A little bit. Juana Man too. The uh, movie was released in Germany under a title that roughly translates to "Damn it, the zombies are coming." <laughs> That's an awesome title. <laughs> Uh, the back of Freddy's jacket in the theatrical version, uh, the words fuck you are displayed after realizing that uh, they couldn't use that if it was ever shown on TV. They they shot it a second time with a second jacket and it says television version on the back. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, 
Um, wow. The lead pipe that Clue Gulliger uses in the movie is actually made of rubber. He initially used a real pipe, but the crew snuck it away from him and replaced it with a rubber one as uh, Dan O'Bannon was worried about Clue's frequent angry and sometimes violent outbursts on set. Holy shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Who, how many guys, how many people has this guy beaten the shit out of? <laughs> right? Wow. It's like Bobby's thing with the hose. They hide shit on him. Holy <laughs> shit. That's funny. Um, on the DVD commentary, Dan O'Bannon claims he was surprised at how many women were in the initial audiences and said if he had known he'd have such a large female following, he would have shown Freddie naked as well. Okay, where's that cut? I think they, <laughs> dude, they should have. Because, you know, Don Matthews was, he was looking like a snack in this fucking thing. I'm not going to lie, man. He looked good uh, as what hell. What does Slasher Radio have to do to get the rights for a remake for this? <laughs> <laughs> I've got ideas. I don't know if Don Matthews is going to look the same naked now, cats. <laughs> We, we talked about how this movie popularized the notion of zombies uh, eating brains and groaning brains at people. Um, a lot of people thought that that was a George Romero thing, um, and he would constantly have to correct people about it. I'm sure he got annoyed <laughs> after a while. Um, Toby Hooper was originally selected to uh, direct this, and it was going to be filmed in 3D, but that didn't work out. Oh, thank God. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, I, I love... Toby Hooper, but I couldn't handle 3D. Yeah. Today. Um, <laughs> Tom Matthews got his ear pierced for the role of Freddy since it was in the <laughs> character's description. And then he later found out he could have just worn a fake earring. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, the scene where Tina falls through a broken step was done without the actress Beverly Randolph's knowledge. Oh, my God. Uh, director Dan O'Banion had a false step put in while she was at lunch and then told her to do a test run up the stairs. Oh, my that God. Is fucking she was banged and bruised up as a result and not happy, I would imagine. What an asshole. No. <laughs> you know, before you continue, like that, see, they, they did everything right in this, because even in the beginning, it's like, oh, that third step's a bitch. Yeah. And, like they planted seeds. Like, I love when movies do that, and I feel like they don't do it as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing that I had is that the character of Ernie um, uh, has long been rumored uh, to have been uh, a Nazi. Um, he shares his name with Ern Ernst Kaltenbrunner, something. Um, there's uh, also uh, some character details that indicate this. Ernie listens to the German Africa Corps marching song that uh, has a name that I cannot pronounce while he's listening to his Walkman. Uh, while embalming bodies, he carries a junior, uh, I'm sorry, a German Walter P3-8 gun. He has a picture of Ava Braun in his morgue. He refers to the rainstorm as coming down like, uh, and he uses some German phrase. Um, and uh, he knows his way around the crematorium. Uh, so that was rumored for a long time. Dan O'Bannon in the DVD commentary says that indeed Ernie was intended to be an escaped Nazi in hiding. God, because what if like all that stuff was true, and then he was like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> what? That was just an accidental picture of Ava Brown that we had lying around. <laughs> like, what? How do people put that shit together? Like, he was supposed to be in a state. Like, who the fuck? Like, I would never. That's crazy. <laughs> yep. And uh, that's all the trivia that I got for the movie. Hmm. That's funny. I can't get over them. That's worse. 
Kat, did you want to go over your, uh, you were excited about your reviews. I'm really excited about reviews today. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> went down a bit of a deep dive uh-uh. for this. Um, so ratings and reviews, I always start with ratings. On IMDb, The Return of the Living Dead is rated a 7.3 out of 10. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has an audience score of 79% and a critic score of 91%. Damn. Understandably, it... Oh, actually, I let's get the good review. Uh, let's talk about the good review first. Because uh, normally I take one good review and one bad review. I found exactly five bad reviews of Return of the Living Dead today, and one of them was just not good so uh but the other four are gems uh which is why i wanted to talk about this but i do want to get the good one out of the way um the title of this uh the oh of course uh from imdb this is from macabro 357 uh oh and i checked our 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 man does not have a review for return so, but Macabro 357 has a review titled Beats Evil Dead and Bad Taste by Far! Exclamation point. Exclamation hmm. point. Uh, they're back from the grave and ready to party. Parentheses laughs. Uh, hey, this Dan O'Brien flick is almost as over the top as anything George Romero ever did. Hell, I think it's even better than Creepshow if you want to know the truth. Uh, it goes on for a while, but I just wanted to throw that grenade yeah. in at Mikey. Um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> just some food for thought. Like, what did it have to do with Creep Show? Nothing. It was a Romero <laughs> film. Yeah, yeah. No, but come on. Like, it, they're, they're two completely different things, though. I just really like it because it starts as like, oh, it's more over the top than Romero's other films and ends with, it's better than Creep Show. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. it's hard to compare this with Night of the Living Dead. It, it's just hard, man. I think they were both uh, equally is a rough word because Night of the Living Dead was what it was. But this is up there, man, to me. It just doesn't get the credit that Night of the Living Dead does, but it's up there. Well, you can't really compare the two because they're two completely different things. I mean, that was right. the whole reason him and Romero split after Night of the Living Dead. Right. Um, you know, I mean, critically, the Romero films are better. Right. But they're not more fun. No. And I think as far as influence, obviously, Romero's got it with Night of the Living Dead, but that's the crime of it to me. I mean, you know, Romero, not to take from him, but I feel like zombies should have been taken from this movie as well and it just you know it just wasn't for whatever reason uh, i mean we'd have some better movies out, <laughs> you know some of them could have used these zombies all yeah. right now for some bad reviews that uh, these are the bad ones no that Damn. was the positive one holy shit um <laughs> the the bad reviews all come from imdb also uh we have one from horror ibble horror films uh, it is called Not the Worst, an Enjoyable Bad Horror Movie, but it is <laughs> given four out of ten stars. Um, I give this my personal highest rating for bad movies, four out of ten stars. 
there are many movies worse than this. And then in parentheses, Titanic, for example. What? <laughs> this was, this <sighs> was directed decently, I must say. Um, yeah, the Titanic, for example, I knew immediately. It's like, oh, we've got to talk about this shit because that's just like a random thing to throw under the bus. Um, it goes on for a little while longer, but it ends with, oh, and if you call the 1-800 number, they show on the barrel that contains the poison military gas that turns people into zombies. It's a phone sex number. That's fucking wow. awesome. Uh, I cannot verify if that is true, but I do think it's very interesting that they called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll let you guys know tomorrow. But, <laughs> but like, this guy's got to be drinking margarita in the can, dude. There's like, what the fuck? There are worse movies like Titanic. <laughs> How are you going to even begin to compare <laughs> Titanic? <laughs> and then he would only give it a four out of ten. Yeah, and he was he's he thought that he had that thought, and he was like, "People are going to need to know this. I'm going <laughs> to have to put this on on IMDb right now." I thought a crisper was a fucking microwave <laughs> and shit, and I'm calling this guy a fucking idiot. Man. Like what the stupid ass? Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next one, uh, we've got from Rmax304823. Um, two out of ten stars. And this is uh, every human being faces eventual dissolution. Our most monumental curse is that we know it in a way that, say, a dog does not. The funerary practices of our own civilization can be seen as attempts to build a cocoon around the dead to shield them from the living. Even when we see the corpses, they are coyly painted, drained, and stuffed. They bear as much resemblance to a living person we knew as one of those serving suggestions on the carton of a prepared dinner bears to the actual contents. The corpse lies there quietly, soberly, as if deep in thought. It does not sweat. It does not have dandruff or bad breath. And maybe that's the way we should remember the living. Some commentators have found scenes near the beginning of this film in which the dead and buried claw their rotting way out of the ground to be haunting and beautiful. I cannot imagine why. This Romero clone is even more loathsome than the originals. Zombies stagger about, banging on doors, falling to pieces, contaminating spaces with foul odors, offending the sight. The supposedly amusing lines, it hurts just to be dead, and this is not a this isn't just a punk outfit, it's a way of life. And the German accented embalmer listening to Wagner while he plies his trade are not in fact amusing. You know who would find this movies uh who would find movies like this enjoyable? Those with perhaps the bodies and certainly minds of 12-year-olds. It is difficult to imagine an audience of mature people who have had any contact with dead bodies before they were prettied up, finding anything to hoot and clap about. Films about ghosts can be funny if embroidered with anything like elegant wit. Films about rotting corpses doing their best to devour the living are kind of depressing, despite the wisecracks. The final gag is the best. The military, not knowing how to deal with this eruption of zombies in a small town, drop an atomic bomb to destroy the entire community. There is a real knee slapper for you. All right. Well, what if, that guy can eat an entire dick. <laughs> and ass to go with it. Yeah. Like a whole, just the entire fucking thing. <laughs> Fuck that guy. First of all, with his bullshit writing style, trying to sound I, all, yeah. all, you know, fucking 
I tried really hard to find just like a quote and then it's like, you guys have to hear, I yeah. had to read this. You guys have to hear this whole thing. Like, so that you understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy, seriously, he can, he can eat a candy bar right out of my ass. <laughs> you put candy bars in the ass. Now. He will for this guy. For that fellow to eat. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Not IMDB, bro. Calm down. Bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dipshit. I I don't even know what the fuck he's going on about. Like it's just stupid. He doesn't I don't know. P- people really think who the fuck they are sometimes, huh? Yeah. What was his name again, Cat? Oh god, I, I just clicked off of it. Oh. Right, is yeah. it it was a long number. Okay. Well, whoever you are. I hope it was Snickers lover. <laughs> <laughs> whoever whoever he is, he's he's now forever known as an ass eater. Yep. <laughs> Congratulations. All right. Um, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, this one is not rated. I absolutely hate this movie. I can't yeah. stand horror comedy, and the enormously overrated turkey Return of the Living Dead is as of as good an example of anything as just why. There is a sentence for you. Damn, I'm gonna go call it a turkey. <laughs> it isn't funny at all, and it isn't scary, not one bit. It is one of the m- most tedious movies i've ever watched and i'm baffled at how anyone over the age of 15 can find anything remotely entertaining or amusing about it Mm -hmm. yeah i'll put another candy bar in my ass (laughs) for that person uh this is from info freak Uh, that's good um Uh, (laughs) our last review uh, comes from someone with the best use out of all of the usernames we've talked about. This is the best one. Uh, I know it's a low bar, but this is from Art Vandelay, importer exporter. Nice, uh, <laughs> classic. <laughs> uh, but the review uh, might have you reconsider that. It is one out of ten stars. <laughs> Terrible movie rises from the grave. Easily one of the most incompetently acted and directed movies I have ever seen, ever. But that's not all. The makeup is bad. The costumes are terrible. The set design is amateur hour. The script, assuming there was one, is laughable. This movie is so bad it barely qualifies as drive-in camp. It has all the hallmarks of being funded by the Canadian Film Board and made by Cronenberg, but for some (laughs) reason, they gave the Dan O'Bannon the job of, quote-unquote, directing this mess. It's as close as a zero movie as you'll ever see. I'm gonna take a shot at Canada and Cronenberg. (laughs) Just like a double whammy in there. Was this filmed in fucking Canada? No. (laughs) Oh. Are you sure? Yeah. You're not gonna tell me it's filmed in Canada later, are you? Well, now I'm gonna look it up, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's not. I really hope it's not. Yeah, when I saw the Canada thing, it's like we've got a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Um, like what? No, it, it's just listed as United States under country. Okay. I don't know where it was filmed. But I, I... what was this guy's name? Importer export, like dude, Art Vandelay, importer exporter. That's yeah. not even your real name, you prick. Like. <laughs> Oh, it was filmed in, yeah, it was just filmed in Los Angeles. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, thank God. Man, like, I it, <laughs> I don't know why people, like, I feel like these are written by people who are not horror fans. Like, horror movies, if you're getting scared by most movies <laughs> you're seeing, there's something wrong with you. You know, they don't have to be scary. But you can sit and appreciate the movie for what it is. 
This mm-hmm. isn't a like I don't know if these people sat down expecting a slasher movie. Like, dude, it's a zombie movie. But yeah. it wasn't scary. It was amateur hour. <laughs> <laughs> the performances, the quote unquote directing. <laughs> I, I, I do. No, not. I I had to dig real deep. I had to scrape the bottom of the barrel today for the return of the living dead reviews for a negative yeah. one. And they were wild. Like each one of them was unhinged. Um, I, I did want to I mentioned Dan O'Bannon real quick. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't directed much. He's only done a few things. But as a writer, he has got an amazing list of credits. He uh he wrote uh the John Carpenter film Dark Star. Uh he wrote Alien. Damn. He wrote Heavy Metal. Uh, he wrote this, Return of the Living Dead. He wrote Aliens and um, a bunch of Alien stuff after that, including Alien 3, Alien vs. Predator, the video game. Um, yeah, he, he has done a ton of stuff with the Alien franchise. Um, oh, and Total Recall. He also wrote that. Uh, oh, wow. And Life Force. So he, he's, um, he's got a hell of a resume as a, as a writer. Um, as far as the director goes, it was just it, he did a short. Uh, he did this and then uh, something called The Resurrected in 1991. I don't know what that is. Bob, can you put another candy bar up your ass for that last guy, by the way? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sort of upset because I, I really like his name. So look what he said. He's not going to get the candy bar in the ass treatment like the other two. All right. Well, he gave it the lowest score, too. I know. I know what he did. He knows what he did. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like, these people rewatch it ever and go, oh, I'm an asshole. Like, No, they're not that self-aware. Especially not the one guy. Especially not the pretentious man. Oh, that guy. Fuck <laughs> that guy. All the way to hell. Uh, yeah, I thought I... I told you guys in the chat, like before we started, it's like, I don't know if I'm being trolled or not. Because <laughs> who just like sits down and writes a review like this? I don't understand, man. <laughs> like it, they were so, the, the, and to say the costumes, right? Like, dude, these, these kids look fucking awesome. Like, I, were these, I don't know. It, it seems like a 16 year old kid wrote that. It's like the costumes are like, man, this, this, kind of how people dressed in the 80s dude like especially that scene yeah Yeah, they weren't really i know they were but they weren't truly considered really costumes then when this was made because it's how life was just outfits (laughs) yeah pretty much i don't know is that it for the reviews cat that is it for the reviews god Rob, Rob's butt's gonna hurt now. Like it's a whole damn. Uh, man, that Titanic thing just cracks me up. <laughs> a zombie movie to the Titanic. <laughs> I don't know, man. This, like I said, I can't believe Greg. Greg was very, very nice, and his yeah, this was a great pick, Greg. It was. Yeah, it was fun. I hadn't watched this movie in a long time. It was fun to watch it again. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I don't think there was really anything else I had to say. Uh, uh, what did you guys think of the effects? They were good for the most part. I like them. Yeah, for its time and like yeah. that that 
first real zombie reveal in the basement. Like mm. when Homegirl went down there looking for Tom Matthews, and you know, here comes dude out of the corner. Like, mm. picture, put yourself in 1985 and you see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was Tar Man, wasn't it? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. He looked awesome, though. I do think the worst effects uh, were that the zombie that they dismember. Yes. Yeah. In the beginning. I And mm-hmm. I understand he was supposed to look kind of waxy and embalmed, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, that yeah. one was a little rough. But past that, mm-hmm. yeah. And, but you know, like the um, the dog, like the the split oh, half yes. dog thing, that yeah. looked amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, I thought that looked great and tragic. I did not like yeah. seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> Me either. But it was genius to put in there. Yeah, because you know, so many things built to something, like the dog being alive. Like it was a cool little touch. You obviously know where the movie's going. It's a zombie movie. But they built to it, mm-hmm. you know, like they had the camera going through the pipes and all that build to something, man. Like that that's what fucking movies nowadays are missing a, a, a lot of times, not all the time, but a good amount of time. It's getting better. But horror movies, just they just don't fucking build anything, man. They just throw a couple jump scares and then. You got a fucking conjuring movie, like, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. weird. And, like they actually built to shit here and it was nice to see. That's really nice. But I'll admit, when the, when the zombie came out of that room and it was just a bald, naked dude fucking running <laughs> that somebody, I laughed so hard. Man. Every time I laughed so hard. It's fucking <laughs> funny shit. Right. I mean, there are some things too, like um, when when uh, he's showing uh, showing the kid around at the beginning, he's like, "Here's the skeletons." That we get, they come from India, you know, and you're looking at this thing like that's a clearly a plastic skeleton that came from Party City. Right. <laughs> Who gives a shit? You know, it doesn't right. matter. Who cares? Oh, and I think it was really genius to have. I, I don't know if this if it was written this way or if it was written with budget in mind, but having it take place in a medical warehouse, because there were so many that there were very clearly empty cardboard boxes around that were just right. labeled with random science terms there's one that's just like beakers and you're like all right hey, there's the beakers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it worked it all worked together you know and yeah yeah it was great yeah no complaints I, fun I enjoyed, movie enjoyed it all right so we're ready to portnoy this bad boy yeah who wants to go first does anyone have their portnoy ready i always have mine ready Sure, Rob has his ready. Excuse me, sir. Go ahead and let's hear it. <laughs> All right. Um, like I said, I this movie, um, despite what those dumbass uh, <laughs> reviewers had to say, I I really thought all the performances in these movie in this movie was great. I thought the humor hit really well. Um, I think it's a very funny movie. Uh, the soundtrack is awesome. You know, watching it as a grown ass man, uh, I'm not, I don't find it scary at all. But I do remember the first time I saw this movie, I was at my friend Eric's house. He was having like a sleepover, like, you know, like five or six of us there. And we watched it late at night after his dad had gone to bed. And I was probably, I don't know, 10, 11 years old. And it did scare me then, you know? Yeah. Um, And I, I, and I think that's all they were going for, right? Obviously, um, they, they had a, a certain, idea of what they wanted to make uh and i think they hit it spot on uh i give this movie an 8.2 damn okay okay i'm gonna start calling you willy wonka 
What? <laughs> candy bars out of your head. Uh, <laughs> you brought up the other guys to review people again. Holy <laughs> Willy Wonka. Um, all right. 8.2. I think I'm going to land. I'm going to land at an 8.9. Wow. Yes. I really enjoy this movie. Music was big and, you know, and, and that's coming from someone who doesn't really listen to rock music. And I still thought it was fucking jamming. Uh, I feel like a lot of movies missed out by not taking advantage of the mold that was laid out for zombies in this movie. I loved the zombies in this movie. The effects were great for what they were doing. And um, contrary to one of the candy bar people, I mean, this was, I mean, I thought the acting was great. I thought I was another important thing was I was interested in the story that they had going on, the main story. And I was also interested in what was going on with those kids. It's very hard to get like that two separate storyline thing and both of them be good. 8.9. Wow. Yep. Well, um, I'm glad I'm getting to go last. I had two Portnoy's written down for this. When I finished watching the movie, I was like, really solid movie had a great time watching it. I ended up giving it a 7.9, but then like throughout the day, as I was thinking about it, it kept getting like higher and higher. Cause it's like, man, this was really good. And this, I, you know, I thought about the soundtrack and I was uh, still giggling about the police officers getting munched on. And uh, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. by the end of the day, by the, by the recording time, uh, I have it at an 8.3. Okay. Uh, which I'm going to keep as my final score. Fair We have a slasher radio approved movie. Yes, 8.5. Is this the first of our Patreon picks to get slasher radio approved? Slither, no. I think, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, Slither and Feast 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that, man, I, I really, I always like this damn movie. And, yeah, I, you look at things like Walking Dead and, they, you know, that that's, one thing walking dead had there was like a rumor that the zombies were going to talk one season mm-hmm. and it was like holy shit because they had like a little cliffhanger teaser for here's what's going to be on next season and uh it was like a the zo- fucking whispers yeah, it turned out to just mm. be them <laughs> uh but you know that everyone was fucking really excited about that and that would have been fucking cool as shit and it could have evolved into this, man. Like they really could have taken that opportunity to do something different and do something fresh and, and take advantage of this awesome mold that Return of the Living Dead put there and just nobody decides to do it. So that's a miss on them. Mm-hmm. Fuck that mother. Yeah. Yeah. It was a miss. Um, yeah. I, I think that on the surface, when you, when you first see the, uh, the characters in this movie, it's e- it's easy to dismiss them also and just kind of go, oh, these are just, you know, your stereotypical horror movie characters or whatever. But I actually think that most of the characters in this movie get a little more depth than than I was expecting them to. It's subtle, but it's there. Yeah. And there's a lot of characters, so it's it's hard, but they, they it's, it's a, I would assume it's a hard thing to pull off to give them all sort of their own individual personalities and, and that sort of thing, you know, it would be much easier just to, to stereotype them and throw them together. Uh, but they, they do a really great job. I think with that. Yeah. Yeah. I will say in terms of their personality, if there was one thing that I would, that would have made the movie better for me, it would have been pushing that just a little bit further, but also when you put 
the Return of the Living Dead into its time, having that much depth even was already kind of a rare thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We we aren't watching mid eighties horror movies for the character development. Like right. this was pretty impressive back then. Yeah. Now, have you guys seen any of the sequels? No. Uh yes. Okay. I have not. I've heard the third one is good, but I I haven't seen any of them. It's been a while since I've seen all of them. Um I don't think any of them are as good as this. Yeah. I would, I, yeah, I would imagine they're not as good as this, but I, I have heard that three is good. Yeah, fair enough. I haven't seen any of the remakes. That scares me. <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it, I don't have anything else for this one, guys. I don't know if you. No, I, oh no, I don't I've, have anything else. I'm, I'm out. Greg went from su- suggesting a movie that, or or picking our movie. It was a one point one to an eight point five. God damn. That's impressive, Greg. <laughs> this comeback of the year right there. He had literally, an, well, almost an entire seven points. And on an entire approved movie, almost more. Fuck it, eh? So thank you, Greg, for this pick. Thank you for being nice. Uh, Greg, Chris, everybody else, please keep in mind, Rob's mouth does not reflect all of us. Yeah, watch. Uh, here's the thing. If Mikey does something to offend you guys, foreign horror movies, if Rob does something to offend you guys, we'll find something that just pisses him off. I don't, right? I don't like, know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> like a movie with a leprechaun in it. I didn't do anything wrong. You called the patrons bitches and told them to bring it. You're antagonizing them on purpose. Bring it, bitches. <laughs> and when I piss you guys off you know you can uh, like paranormal activity is an option i don't like to advertise it but it's out there uh, not Uh, the pool cleaner uh (laughs) one day you know we got to do it right not not where's waldo of four (laughs) films (laughs) the only movie i ever watched where somebody's like did you see that i think that moved did that move i don't know i think (laughs) it might have moved the fuck out of here with your bullshit my god anyway uh yeah go out go over to uh slash radio on twitter and slash radio.com you'll be able to listen to all of our articles interviews episodes all that stuff uh i think that's really a patreon.com we've been talking about all all episode yeah get over there and sign up for the uh for the patreon who knows maybe you could win b's phone number <laughs> not giving out b's phone number but maybe you win the, the Attack of the Killer Tomato Depends or the artwork from my band box. Uh, next week, I will, on the show, will the wheel will be back. Uh, and I'll pick a winner. And uh, if you're not signed up, you're not eligible to win. Period. That's it. Uh, so head over to patreon.com forward slash slash radio support the show, goddammit. And uh, I'm at Mikey's death. I am on Twitter at Radio Rob123. And you can listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. You guys just did a Tony Todd episode, and it was We did. Great. Yeah, it was a great episode. Uh, did, did you see my request for uh, an application to be you guys' mascot? <laughs> no. You don't want a mascot? No, not if it's you. Yeah. Where where did you send this application? What I don't no, I don't see anything ever. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I sent the message in our group. Oh. Yeah. Pay attention to it. Unbelievable. It just ignores me, cat. Like I'm not even here. Unbelievable. Where are they finding you? Uh you can find me on Twitter at cat 
underscore Valor, V-O-L-E-U-R. And that is how the cookie crumbles this week. We will be back. Uh, I believe Kat took, put her foot down about X. something. Yes. X, 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 X. So we'll do an X next week. Now uh, available on Blu-ray. Yeah. Which I just ordered. Yes. Ah, there you go. Uh, all right, guys. We'll be back. Not that X. I can watch it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is uh, one of the rare moments we actually know what we're doing next week. Uh, thank you to Greg for this movie. Thank you to the patrons for participating and supporting the show. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast.